Hi, this is Mildred Tassoni, and we have Tom Jacoby with us. We're waiting for Mark Madrid and Tom Clifford to call in. So uh, this is Practical Social Media. And Tom, since we have a few minutes before we get going, you want to give us, uh, you know, your 30-second elevator speech. Certainly. My name is Tom Jacoby. My company is number... Oops, you oh, there's a delay. Excuse me. Okay. My name is Tom Jacoby. My company is number one on the list.com. All right. And uh, number one on the list.com's core business is link building, okay? You know, also known as external search engine optimization, off page SEO. You know, this is the search engine optimization that does not involve messing around with your website. And of course, like all SEO, my goal is to make your website number one on Google, Bing, and the rest of the search engines, okay? Now, in addition to link building SEO, number one on the list.com does optimized press releases, massive distribution for maximum SEO benefit, uh, mobile-friendly auto blogs that provide continual relevant content, uh, optimized and popularized YouTube videos, which link viewers to your website and to other Internet solutions, Okay. I've been uh, doing this since 1997, which is 300 years in Internet years. <laughs> and um, I used to do my own websites. These days, I don't do so much of that. But if you need a website, we can get you a good website. All right? And that's that's what I'm involved in. I spend a lot yeah. of time on search. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tom and I um, met through different Chamber of Commerce events, uh, Flora Park Chamber, and that's the first time I met... First time I met Tom was the first time I saw you at a New Hyde Park Chamber event that they have at Uncle Bacala's. Oh, yeah, there you go. Sure. Yep. And you stood up and and we were like, and that was the first time I had met Tom Clifford, but we hit it off right away. And it was like, oh, somebody else, you know, kind of felt like we spoke the same language. So, um, and so we've met at other different events and we've done a workshop. Uh, a couple weeks ago that uh, the three of us did for small business and community groups, uh, which I think is an interesting position to be in, a really an independent person, a small business or a community group. The balance between um, what with the SEO and the searching Mm-hmm. Search things, and what's the difference? Between, I, I think at this point, everything we do is we write for our target market and we write for Google bots, and and that, and that what's the balance? And everything is moving so rapidly. Um, you know that's why we're always having conversations about what do you think about that? What do you think about this? Because a larger company, all the changes. Are um, okay. I think Tom's. Mhm. Um, Howdy. Oh, here you go. Okay. Uh, this is Tom Clifford. I thought I heard my name banding about some somehow in the wavelengths, and I just stopped my car, pulled over to the side of the road, and figured I'd call in. <laughs> oh, good. You're not. You're home. I know. I, you're am, home, I am. But I know. I know. Tom. You know what, Tom. Jacoby just gave us a little overview of what he does. Do you want to just give us your 30-second elevator speech so that... Um... Sure, sure. Yeah. Real quick and easy, because I know you were on somewhat of a, a, a tangent there, and that was a good tangent. And uh, I'm a person that does voiceovers for a living. Um, right uh, this moment, I'm, I'm doing stuff for Apollo Ono, for his uh, new book, Zero Regrets, and his new site called uh, 8zone.com, where it's nutritional vitamins, and I do the opening and some of his two-minute promotional informational, uh, and as well as doing stuff on air here in New York for Toro Law, and trying to keep uh, within the mix there, as well as also with the social media, where it seems that more and more they want a professional sound, and I'm doing stuff for Facebook, of course, for Google Plus and YouTube. And uh figured I'd uh, link up with you guys because you know your stuff with social media and how it's changing so so rapidly that 
people uh, don't know where to reach out to, but they do want much more of a professional uh, sound as, as as well as some guidance as to where to put it. And, and I think that's where we were just at, the question of the balance between running your business, what's your best marketing mix between writing for your target markets, building your community, and writing for Google and searches. So, um, uh, but before we talk about that in depth, I'd like us to do a few minutes on Facebook next Friday, I believe, right? Is it next Friday the 30th? I do believe. I'm looking it up. Facebook business pages are switching over to the timeline. And everything that you had customized, you have to... You can leave some of it, but have it linked right from a graphic, an application graphic. And you also have to come up with a revised logo and a big picture. And that picture, Facebook is very specific on what it can't include. No phone numbers, no like me, no here's my website, no way to contact you. They really want a picture. No QR right. code. No sales. Anything right, like no that. sales. And, right. and why don't you mention what will happen if you do that? <laughs> now, you're laughing because Tom thinks nothing's going to happen, I think. Tom Is that Jacobi? why you were laughing? Yeah, Tom Jacoby. <laughs> because other, they say, they say they can, you know, take your site until you meet the requirements. Right, Tom? Yeah. Well, that, that's kind of what Google does. You know, if you you do anything that's against uh, Google's best practices, you stop turning up on search. You get an email from the search team at Google that explains what the violation is. Mm-hmm. And when you've corrected it, then you can start coming up again on search, unless they've decided to levy a penalty, in which case the penalty has to run its course, and then you come back up. Right. now. So you I just on- disappear, yeah. Right. I honestly don't – I think – more than I think there's going to be a small amount of people that don't know the rules, so they're going to put because you know we just found out what the real rules are, um, and this is what they want. So no phone numbers, no websites. You know people have pictures they think they're going to put up, but you're not supposed. You can't use them. So I think this is, and then your logo is going to show up differently. So you might have to redo your thumbnail for your particular page that you're you're dealing with so because i have one page that switched over okay you know and another one there's no thumbnail even so everything isn't going to work what's the thumbnail 100 by 100 i would i i think so but even if it's the picture that gets shrunk down you know you need to size it and see what what do you have text you have a logo it's um it needs to be addressed. I was a doing lot a lot of, of trial and error with that, and I found mm-hmm. that um, that that was the best way. In a couple of cases, okay. maybe three, I was able to keep what was there because Mildred, being the way she is, um, did less rather than more from the get-go. So mine were always, I think, 160 or something to that effect, and anything mm-hmm. else that was in there was less. And uh, it seems to you know, come off really well now, uh, where Mm -hmm. I didn't really have to change anything. Maybe center it is all I have to do. But if you have a a big, uh, you know, picture or or a logo, it probably will have to be readjusted or or resized. Right. And one just didn't show up at all. So I have to, uh, you know, so that's why, um, so. And that big picture is called a cover. Right. Uh, You know, change, cover. Thank you. and And I... You can put as big a picture as you want up there. What I actually did, make a long story short, and made it a little bit more contiguous, was on a, and also belong to the uh, Flora Park Chamber of Commerce. I do their websites. I do uh, a lot of the stuff for their business page. Uh, I put the same picture we have on our website, which is humongous. I mean, we're talking uh, four digits, uh, you know, 1,041 by 1,050 or something like that. I just tried it. And I figured maybe it'll work, and it did. 
It fits in really nice. And uh, I had a little adjusting to do with it, but not much, because uh, there's a couple of statues we have there right outside a gazebo shot, and I had to just taper off or cut off the bottom a little bit. No, sorry, the top, and everything showed perfectly. So there I think you're al- allowed a little bit more freedom. Right, but it's hard to... I find having a large graphic like that that has to represent your business and your community, you know, your business essence in one photograph, it's not as easy as you think, you know. Particularly when you can't put things like, you know, come to our store for the big sale this Monday, you know, uh uh-uh, that ain't going to work no more, you know. Or always the cheapest in town. No, uh, that's not going to work either. That's right. And um, on one hand, yes, you can change it. And so really, I think in the Internet world, okay, so, yeah, maybe it works for two months, and then maybe by that time you've got it together, you have a better idea. So you used it for two months as long as it looks good, but you still don't want to be too far off the mark. You want to, and and I find so what I did for the blog talk radio page. That's why I went to um, one of those programs where you can put three files in. I liked the picture. I put um, you know three graphics in, and I thought it looked clean. And at least it'll get me through the first pass of the transition. Um, okay. And but I I just don't think Tom. Uh, what do you think? Are your people the people the customers you work with? Are they really fully aware of this change and how what they thought was in place is no longer in place? Tom, Tom Clifford, Tom Jacoby, Jacoby. Oh, all right. Well, I don't deal a whole lot with other people's Facebook. I I, I basically handle my own. What I'm mostly doing for people is YouTube videos, press releases, you know, working with their SEO off-site, that kind of thing. So for my own, for instance, I used uh, I used a video capture from uh, that thing we did on the 23rd mm-hmm. over at the Keats Agency right. mm-hmm. in uh, association with the Floor Park Chamber. Mm-hmm. There was there, there was some video. It was me, and Tom Clifford was nice enough to get my website on screen behind me. So I'm talking and gesticulating, mm-hmm. and here's a, a little a little still that I, I, I snatched out of the uh, video. And it, it came out pretty nice. I mean, yeah, I clip, thought so. clip video's yeah. high def, mm-hmm. you know. It, it shoots MP4s. So the, the capture came out pretty good, and I'm using that. Now, that's sneakily a way to work in the name of my website. (laughs) (laughs) Some of the things I do for Olivia, it says search engine optimization behind me. But see, it's not a picture that I punched words into, like I photoshopped it and I typed a whole bunch of jazz on it. I Mm -hmm. would bet, and I'm just betting, I don't actually know, this is all new, but I'm betting like if you're Joe's Butcher's store and you have a picture of yourself looking welcoming, in front of your store, and it says, you know, it has signs, you know, chicken, a dollar ninety nine a pound, and all these wonderful sales you're having, and everything looks really nice in this picture. I would think that's going to be okay. I you know, know I would money. think that what they're, the what they're trying to avoid yeah. is where you go with Photoshop and you type in a whole lot of jazz into a, a photograph. If it's just a straight photo. I think you're going to be good. I don't know. And I, honestly, I don't know. I would tend to err on the side of not doing it rather than, I don't, you know, I'd rather do under, you know, under graphic and then get a better sense of it rather than put something up and then have it yanked, you know. so yeah, The only problem with that, Tom, uh, would be... Everything great up until you know pork dollar uh, ninety nine pound or whatever that might be in their sense an advertising the fact that it's the personalization of uh, you know Joe Rapolo standing in front of his butcher shop that's good you know and it's a, people get a good sense there's the owner there's the shop I think I'll walk in 
you know, hopefully, you know, there's, there's reason enough, if not because of its, you know, econo- economy, it's because it's the best blah, 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 you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Once you start messing around, again, with the ad, with the prices, you never know. Even though it sounds harmless, uh, well, you never know. Would it be a worth a gamble? What and, you've and, got and can to we work find with. out what the penalties are and what the guidelines are? See, it's a picture that's supposed to capture what you do. Yep. But it's not your logo, and it's not anything artificial. It's like a picture that somebody took, is my impression. Correct. I don't know why you couldn't have a picture, if you're a produce guy, of you with a mountain of watermelons behind you. Absolutely. You know, I mean, once that, you that, start putting in prices, you might be going over the boundaries. Even well, though that's part and parcel for the way your store looks every day to everybody, eh, they mm-hmm. might, in their inimitable way, say, oh, I'm sorry, you mentioned money. That's an ad. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. I, I don't know. I wish there's some way we can find out. Is there, Mildred? Well, they have their guidelines. Um, I'm not sure what the penalties were are because I was more interested in the guidelines. Um, and you're not supposed to have any kind of anything on sale. or That's what I'm saying. I'd rather stay away from it than try and do it because I guess there's the... If I'm saying these are the rules, but I'm going to do something that doesn't fit the rules, it doesn't. I somehow lose credibility. I think. Do you know what I'm hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I would rather. I don't mind doing something if I make a mistake. Okay, so all right. But if I if I'm telling you here's the rules, you should follow them, and then I don't follow them then that's the part. Um, I'd rather just follow them. Okay. Well, Mom, at this point, and, though, the the rules aren't really clearly defined. Right. I mean, if you have an unphotoshopped, unmessed with picture, you know, like, like uh, oh, if you've got a restaurant and you have a picture of a diner sitting, smiling with anticipation, and looking at your menu, <laughs> see, so your your menu is in the is in the photograph. What is that an ad? You know, you you kind of try to capture what it is you do. Now I you know, these menu, but because you're not going to have on there, you wouldn't have put in text over the menu that says no text over the menu. No. Right. You know what I mean. So if they're just looking at the menu, that shows to me, and it it's not like it's saying Tuesday specials. You know, right. with this that's ad right. or something. So I think that's that's a good example. And honestly, I don't think a lot of people are paying, realizing that it's just going to switch. You know, the cover it's going to be there, and they're if they're not really paying attention to it, they don't realize that it's going to change. Okay. Oh, I I see a lot of that. <laughs> there are people who are completely unprepared for this, who think they're going to go ahead with a flat out ad. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Now, another thing is the people who have any kind of customized um, tabs right now, um, a welcome, uh, join my list, uh, one of the, I forget the technical term for, you click on it and then you can really see all the stuff here, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't, you can only have 12 applications show on your business page now, which is different. And there's going to be three that you can have across the top only. And mm-hmm. and um, that has to be rearranged and they should be given an icon. And that this is where a simple marketing change can really make a difference, whether your whole thing just sits there or you like you add a tab for... I use constant contact. You have a constant contact join my mailing list. Boom, mm-hmm. call to action right there. The second one um, is my Google Plus. So you have a Google icon, and it goes to Google Plus. The third one is I want to have my Pinterest, because that's something I want us to talk about. Um, but I'm wondering from a search engine perspective, uh, Tom Jacoby, um yes. Do you think, with this whole change, like with the cover page, should you have a full title of what this is? 
or is that going to help or does it matter, you know? Anytime as- you upload a picture, my philosophy has always been you want to include a description, whatever they call it, if they call it a title, a description, a comment, whatever they call it, say the words because no matter what, Google cannot, you know, read and evaluate a photograph, no matter how beautiful it is. What Google does is, you know, on, in, on a regular website, it'll look at the alt text. It'll look at the text that appears if you were not actually looking at the picture. So anytime you have a chance to use a caption or uh, a comment or an about this picture or whatever it is, like on Facebook, you have the chance to put in the date, the location, and uh, a comment, and I think you get one other one. And that's that's a real good idea. Include some text about that picture. You know, say something. Because this, this is the part that Google is able to, to index. Mm-hmm. This is the part that Google is able to take away. Mm-hmm. So um, let's keep our, you know, you're an independent person or a small business or group. Mm-hmm. Would it be more effective as far as search and real, you know, search for Google and your target market to put up five pictures, well captioned, well tagged, tagging counts? Tagging is always good. Yeah. Sure. Okay, just want to make sure. I'm trying well, to get a definitive answer. Because the Google bot is looking for stuff like that. Right. The Google bot can't look at the picture. Right. Plus, then I think so. You're right. You're taking care of your Google bot, so you'd be better to put up five pictures, tagged, commented, so you've shared it with the people in the pictures, than ten without, with just you know photo one, photo two, photo three. Oh no! Uh, even more, Mildred. Even more. You'd be better p- putting up one picture mm-hmm. that had a description and a title and and whatever other comments you're allowed on that particular venue. You know, you would be better putting off one than putting up a hundred pictures that were just named the same way your camera names them. You know, like mm-hmm. DS008.jpg. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you'd be better off with one picture that mm-hmm. says clearly, you know, here's me at the zoo. Mm-hmm. For you internet trivia people, that was the name of the first YouTube video. Was me okay. at the zoo. At any rate, because then it says what it is in a way that the Googlebot can assimilate. Mm-hmm. If you don't say it in text, you have you have nothing. Mm-hmm. Plus, <laughs> I, and plus with that, it it gives the person who doesn't know what it is an idea, and it tags the people who were there, so it gives them some search engine results. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it's worth it. I I think that helps the people who really don't have a clue or not very much of a clue. Um, and and I think one question is where do you put your time focus? Biggest you know low front hanging fruit as far as social media for an independent small business or group. And um, I think that it should be interesting to see. How long it takes people to really kind of get get there, you know, all of a sudden go there and realize there there's nothing there, there's no picture and no icon. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I think we've had a good SEO tip. Um, now, any other comments on this, Tom? Tom Clifford. Oh me, uh, yeah. no, but um, I was thinking of something that when Tom was talking about the um, mm-hmm. the added value of text on on a picture. I'm I'm constantly putting is it alternate text, Tom? Is that what we're yes, talking about? Yes, alt tags. Yeah. Yep, yep. Because I always do that just to let people know what they're looking at. Maybe a date and when it happened. Maybe a location and and, and be brief, of course. But so that really works well. Anything else that I can submit in there? And by the way, does Uppercase or lowercase mean anything? No, it, you know some people do it all lowercase, but it really isn't key. It can be either. Okay. Um, one thing you can do is you can kind of categorize your pictures, and they would fall into the categories of your keywords. For instance, you do voiceovers. So if you put up a picture, it could be voiceover, 
you know, me at NBC Studios, or, gotcha. or, or you gotcha. know, if it's yep. if it's one of the other things you do, Voice if it's like session social media, me at the Floor Park Chamber of Commerce. You see, so you can put in those categories of what it is you do, which are also keyword phrases for your business. Absolutely. Yep. Well, it's an appropriate use of a keyword phrase. See, that's that is going to be a real buzz for 2012. Is appropriate and natural usage mm-hmm. of keywording. Okay. Yep, and and I think uh, that falls under the writing. Some people figured, oh, I can just write for Google, and my content I don't have to worry about. <laughs> Right. You know, so, um, and also yeah. on the other spectrum, just for real quick, I mean, people are sometimes very lazy or they're just tired and they just put everything up. It looks great and they don't want to go that extra step and put the alternate um, text up there. And it's so, you know, who needs it? I'm, God, I've been up here since 12 o'clock. I want it's, to. It's that one last detail that could make or break, you know, as Tom is saying, somebody mm-hmm. being, you know, having you being noticed. All the alt text is vital. Right. And you know what? I think if people – and so I'm going to start going with that principle. We have some meetings coming up. And um, so it's better to – or like better to do one picture completely. Yes. And then as opposed to lots of pictures. So at least if we do one completely, um, sometimes you can cut and paste some of the text too. Then just, you know, add it. Um, uh, So, and going along that vein, that's why I use Google Docs a lot for text, whether I'm Mm -hmm. working on any kind of content, whether I'm sharing something from Facebook to Google Plus, and I'll copy the text into a Google Doc. If I know I'm going to use it two or three places, I just put it in a Google Doc really quickly so that I can just cut and paste it, even if I don't get to it. Because sometimes it's like the meeting intro, something about the meeting with the date, even, and then just put something a little different. So that's something that, um, uh, and you have it open anyway. So one now what I'd like to do is talk about Pinterest, because... I really like it, and I... <laughs> oh, all right. Are, are, are we going to come back to Facebook? Okay, You, if you want, if you have anything else you want to talk the about... The last thing that we I talked think. about, Mildred, I thought it was kind of important, along with... Uh, I'm a, it actually might have happened just before the timeline, and uh, that is that when you when you go on Facebook now, it's, uh, or some of your pages, you'll notice you cannot put a link up anymore. You've got status, photo, ask, question, milestone. Well, wait a minute. How do I? And we were figuring it out how to do it. Uh, oh, yeah, you can cheat that. Yeah, you, you, you can write something and then put the link in there. However, right. here's the problem. It's when you share it. And when you share it with some uh, a group or what have you, that share, that will appear. Um, certainly it will be uh, in, in less dimension. It will be resized. And you may not see everything you'd like to see or what you originally will see on the original post. So it's a trade-off. But it's um, it's, it's it's very interesting because I've been mm-hmm. doing it a lot. We have a Facebook a business page and a group page. So you, know, you do it once and you feed as many. But when you start feeding it out as a share, it looks different on the group. Not as attractive, not as engaging. And a lot of times the photos don't appear. Yeah, there you go. Well, this is Probably. this is an, another another one in favor of Google Plus. Google Plus is particularly good for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's more uh, of, a, of a Facebook difficulty. Yeah, I told I wanted to add. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fine. Okay. No, and just jot anything else down because we can summarize at the end too if you if we missed anything. Um, okay. So Pinterest. Um, I am liking Pinterest for a couple of reasons, and. First of all, I've decided to use it like my online, my single point of entry um, as far as, and so I can say to somebody, just go to Pinterest, Mildred to Sony, and I've got a board there that has all my social media. I have a board there for the veteran 
farm farmer coalition. I have one for Belmont Child Care. So I can put my business things and my personal things there. Because you don't have to look at anything you don't want to look at, but it's a single point of entry, like an online business card uh, with uh, especially even all your QR codes. So I can say, go to Pinterest, Mildred Sony, all my QR codes, everything's there. You can click and join me on Twitter and Facebook and Google Plus. And um, I think that's extreme. I've been looking that for that in, for a while. And I think that's solving a, a real need, which is more it's more um, functional than like Flickr or Picasso because those are just pictures. This way I can be on Google Plus, and as long as whatever I'm trying to share has a picture on it, in it, like a blog or a you know article, I can share it to Pinterest in the right group and make the right comment. So I can do it from Google+, Plus. I can do it from Facebook. I have a Chrome add-in, so I can just do it from anywhere from the Chrome add-in. Don't forget mm-hmm. about YouTube. Right, right. Doesn't it, you can just put it right on YouTube. I forgot how we shared that the other day, whether we did it from YouTube there or... It was bing, bang, boom. Video. Yep. Yeah, it was real yep. cool. Yeah. It reminded this, me of Cool Iris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your favorite. <laughs> no, but... Uh, it's it's the kind of thing where you don't want to you might want to I just think it combines your business with your personal with it's almost like there's three categories because I've been trying to explain this to some people um some professional doctors and dentists and they say and I I don't want any you know just my dentistry okay but they do they do volunteer things in the community and then they have their personal, personal life. And you have three different things. So that pin interest, I see a way of you can be posting, you know, dog pictures. They go, they have a dog that's going to be a therapy dog. People will find that very interesting. He can also have the links up to his seminars he's giving and everything else. If they have a dentist and they don't care about it, they don't have to look at it, you know. But... The therapy stuff, it's easy for people to get to, and it's easy for her to post to. So that's why I think pin interest. Now, Tom, Jacoby, mm-hmm. this is where we get to how do we maximize our search engine results using pin interest? Do we make a comment in the original post? Is it more effective to share it to pin interest and make a comment then? What What do you think? You know, despite Google's recent efforts at transparency, that information is not available yet, just exactly what they're doing with pin interest. With mm-hmm. Pinterest, pin interest, well, oh, you Oh, yeah, I know. I keep saying it wrong. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, I wasn't However you're supposed to say it, it doesn't matter. But the, the point is that Google... Despite their new transparency, they've they've walked they've come out from the cone of silence, and they're now letting the world know what they do. They still haven't told the world what they're doing, so we don't know precisely how they deal with Pinterest with whatever with the comments. Okay, but one thing I think from an SEO point of view is Pinterest is an awesome opportunity for your YouTube videos, your promotional videos. Mm-hmm. YouTube videos continues to be the the ugly stepchild. People concentrate on their website, their website, their website, and your YouTube video can be a path to you. Your YouTube video, you can do your pitch. Why tell people about it when you can show them? And you can do this in any budget. You can get a bunch of really cool JPEGs of your stuff. You can turn that into a little like a like video version of a of a, of a PowerPoint yeah. slideshow, you can get Tom Clifford to do the voiceover, and you've got an awesome little video that did not cost you three and four and five thousand dollars to make. Mm-hmm. You know, if you start going to pros to a video shop, next thing you know, they show up with six people and two cameras, and then they're editing for a week. You know, this this can run into a tremendous amount of money inadvertently. 
right. Well, and, and of course, the time allotted. You know, it's always there. You, you go. Know, That's right. It's never on the on the fly, which now you can do. I mean, everything's digital. Let's take advantage of not only the quality but the speed. Okay, you so know? let me. I I think I think you're absolutely right. Now, for your YouTube video, yes, is it best to to make is give a description? So you give a a full couple of paragraphs. Or sure. and here's, a, here's here's a secret, <laughs> but it's not really that secret. But here it is anyway. The first thing in your description needs to be a link, the whole link with the HTTP, you know, colon slash slash, a complete link to your website. Then a space, then a comma, then a space, then whatever you want to say about you know what the video is. Mm-hmm. Follow that? So the first thing is the link to your website, then a space, then a comma, then a space. If you put the comma right at the end of the URL, a lot of times that reads as a broken link because mm-hmm. links don't have uh, commas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay? Okay. So, so yeah, you want to go space, HTML, comma, space, space. Comma, space. Okay. okay. Yeah, exactly. Just to separate it from the rest of whatever it is you want to say. Good idea. And that will show up as an active link. You'll be looking at the video window. And right underneath that, that'll be the first thing in the description. You'll actually be able to see it, and it'll be clickable. It'll be an Ooh. active link to your website. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. vital for your description. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, okay. I don't do that. So we're going to, we're going to, I know, that's it. Uh, you know, honestly, I thought, I, I really think at this point, um, it used to be more quantity, quantity, but it's, like I say, the balance. So it would be better to do uh, do do one video and do it right. Oh, especially okay, after all the time you went through doing it, right? Well, the, the other thing is you don't want this the striving for perfection to keep you from going ahead and doing something now. Absolutely. The speed, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah you, you do you do need to balance the two things. There's a datum that anything that's really really worth doing is worth doing badly. Right. You know, just just so you get started with it. If it's a smart enough idea, it's then it's good enough. It has enough merit that you can implement it poorly, and it'll still be beneficial. It's right, better, and, the, yeah. and, and and the practice of this medium, as most, is that it comes time, comes uh, comes ability, and comes uh, better quality. So there you go. So that you, you just resolve to do the next one in a better, more polished fashion, et cetera, you know? Keep mm-hmm. bringing up your quality as you go along. But don't never let quality stop you from going ahead from making one now. Because, um, well, let's see. You, you don't want to have something that's going to make you look bad. But at the same time, that's not really what we're talking about. We're, we're, we're talking about finesse. I think the... Uh, Bloomberg did a, a video clip, and I'll make sure. I know I've posted it, but I'll make sure I'll put that up. Where it's got, I mean, he's got all the money in the world, you know. And they made this. They had a little one webcam. Um, oh no 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 uh, no no no! Yeah. Uh, is, is that what you think, by the way? That I, was. I, I that never was, were you. I, I never really got where you were coming. That is a huge production, Mildred. Yeah, but it's huge big. coffee. Uh, the what do you call it? The uh, the the catering truck. Every this is a huge yeah. Now this is a uh, big deal. First of all, they got to cut off the street. Second of all, they've got at least two cameras probably going, so it looks. And they might even shake it a little bit. It's made to look uh, on, made on the cheap. It's made to look like yes. It's yes. made to look like. But there's makeup. There's a, there's hairstylists. There's well, tons okay. of stuff going Anybody on. Anybody doing your own video would do. You put some makeup on, you know, but it's made to look. Uh, it it may it they are Lucky not hiding. Yeah. Yes, they're made yeah. to look like you know what you could sit and do the same kind of video just as good, you know. A great okay, idea maybe, giver, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, and and a real uh, common man approach. I wouldn't suggest stopping on the side of the fifty nine three bridge though and trying your own because you know, you're gonna have some problems. Which, by the way, now yeah. is the third name for the 59th Street Bridge. We got Queensboro, 59th Street, and the Ed Koch Bridge. You the know, Ed anybody Koch from Bridge out of town is going to kill somebody from New York one of these days just because you have a name. <laughs> you named 18 different things. RSD Bridge. What was that? You know, uh, Jackie Mason. You know what? I should say that. 
Jackie <laughs> Robinson Barkley was the integral, which, by the way, is almost an insult to Jackie Robinson, because everybody knows this from New York. The Interboro Parkway is probably the most treacherous piece of road in anywhere, in, in the entire world. I mean, you can almost have an Indy 500 on this thing, and it looks like you have, because there's nothing but black marks on the, on the way to go, the, the medium. So you know people have hit this thing. Sorry, I didn't mean to go into it. Well, well, there. Jackie right. would be used to that. You know, he <laughs> said they called me everything except the child of God. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, okay, let's get back to Pinterest, um, if you don't mind. Uh, I don't know. I, I really think... Um, I just think I've seen some incredible photography and posting mm. of the people that have looked at my stuff, you know. Um, and the tip that I think is where you can start with that if you're not comfortable is there's pick a pet, pick a cause, pick um, some group, and start like, you know, that you'll start building a community and touching base with people. And that's why Pinterest, I put Pinterest, I'll put something first in Pinterest and then have it go to Facebook. As, okay. as what I was doing was sharing it all on my Facebook. But mm-hmm. then I don't really know. I don't want to flood people who, you know, because I have different groups and I don't have them divided up well. So what I was doing was pinning it on in the right group on Pinterest and Pinterest then posts it to Facebook but it's a little more controlled it's under different groups so um so from a search engine perspective Mr. Jacoby what do you think about that <laughs> still too early sorry oh, not trying to be kidding. evasive but the no, the jury's still out on that as to which which way it should flow um, I can tell you on Google Plus, it seems to work better to post things to your business page first, and then to share it with your, your yourself personally, because you have different groups, yes. right? Yes, yes. And I would do that. I would do that on Facebook as well. I would go business first, and then share it with the personal. But uh, for Pinterest, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm not trying to be evasive, yeah, or it's not proprietary technology. It's just very, very new. Right. The thing is, you know, if you can, you're going to make three or four clicks to get something somewhere for other people to look at. Mm-hmm. And it's just once we find out, is it if you get better search engine results from doing it one way as opposed to another way, do it the way you get the best results. You know, unless well, okay. it stops from doing it, in which case, just do it how you can do it. Well, in general, for social media, a way to to have that admiration sent back in your direction is generally to admire others. You want followers, you can say, oh, like me, like me, like me, like me, like me. That just becomes annoying after a while. You sound like a, a needy psycho, you know. It's kind of, I, I think it makes more <laughs> sense. To go around and like things that you genuinely right. like, mm-hmm. you know, to 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 give them a plus one. You think mm-hmm. it's funny? Give it a plus one. You yeah. like it? You find it aesthetically pleasing? Give it a plus one. You yeah. know, or on Facebook, go ahead and like it. So, see if you share the love yourself, that will come back to you. You will get right. people. You know, you'll in two days you'll see somebody go, oh yeah, he had that really cool animation. Oh look, and now he's following me. You know. Mm-hmm. So yep. so I would I would tend to go in that direction just in terms of a time investment. You know, uh what do you have time to do? Do you want to look around and put up put up content like maybe you've got, you know, really cute pictures of your dog but your dog has nothing to do with your business? You know, I don't know. It's it's it, it's a little bit of a a judgment I, and call. That's where the Pinterest I like that. I've got, because I have pets, I have some things that are mm-hmm. just funny or just cute. So I can sure. put my cute stuff there. If you don't want to look at my cute stuff, that's well, it's okay. on another board. Yeah. Yeah, so I have I have it broken up. And um, I never put that stuff on, from my business. Anything I see like that, I only do personal. Um, that's really like, um, you know, uh, 
cute. I love cute animal pictures. I love horse pictures. Um, <clears throat> so I found it's easy to connect with people, and then they follow your other stuff too when you post your business stuff on your personal. There you go. Um, I love I love that about Pinterest, by the way. The fact that you can separate out all these right. different topics. It's mm-hmm. not just one continuous stream of the 500 different right. things that mm-hmm. you're interested in or the 500 different hats that you wear, whatever it is. You know, you can separate them all out very easily, very cleanly, so someone can look at your stamp collecting, you know, board. And they don't, you know, really have to look at anything else if they if they don't want to. Actually, if your stamp collecting board is engaging enough, they probably will look at some of the other ones. Mhm, mhm. Um, uh, yeah, I, and it's been very impressive. Some of the also we noticed they have Puma. Now you can have a business pay, you know, area on Pinterest. So it can be like theirs is Pinterest. dot com forward slash and Puma. Huh. So I'm not, which changed. I think. I think that it was originally supposed to be just personal, you know, personal names like that. But now businesses. So again, that's something to keep your eyes out um, for if you see any information on that whether. Having it under your personal, or should you have a separate business one so you might have some duplication? I don't know. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, and and I think that we all wear a lot of different hats. Um, if you work in a corporation, you still have personal interest and service groups that you participate in and or, you know, hob, hobbies. Do you still say that? But, you know, interests. So, um, and then the small business person who's building more of their own brand, that's one of the main way things. It's, you know, every every company tells you build your own brand. Mm-hmm. And so how do you do that effectively while you're still doing your business? And um, it's very interesting because everything keeps changing. Um, now, Tom, I know you're good. Tom Clifford, yes. I know you're going to be doing this um, project about the guy who climbed the World Trade Center. Oh, George Center. Willig, yes. I'm actually yes. looking at my uh, <laughs> pen interest uh, page right here. That's the first one off. Um, and uh, George Willig, the fellow that climbed the uh, World, World Trade Center in 1977, May 26, 35 years ago this May. Another big... Uh, timeline milestone, I guess, is the 100th anniversary of the Titanic in April 15th. Wow. Yeah. But this one coming up with George Willig is his ascent on the World Trade Center from some devices he made. The fellow was a toy maker uh, from Hollis, Queens, and uh, put this together and uh, actually uh, tested and uh, did a couple of uh, false little uh, ascensions for about a year before he did the real one on uh, the 26th. So uh, we're putting together an interview that I had done with him, with a friend of mine, Bob Brown, um, more of a, or less of a highlight, rather, and, and more of a, a string of uh, th- you know, comments that George had made uh, after the climb in his apartment in Hollis when we interviewed him. Uh, so look for it at your local blog talk radio <laughs> show and uh, Google+. Plus. And we might even get a couple of New York radio stations involved this time because uh, Bob and I will be there. We'll also be doing a blog talk radio, not to be kidding around, uh, talking about certain aspects of the stock footage that we have that we may not think is that interesting, but uh, we'll be taking calls and maybe people would like to know more about George and what it was that he did and afterwards as well as that sort of uh, gave him impetus to do the climb. And I think you should do some hangouts as well, I think would be very interesting. Could be um, nice because we could see actually in motion what, what goes on with the uh with the computer with respect to uh video and audio and while we're 
while we're live, we'll probably use two computers on that because Google Plus does strain the CPU a tad, and uh, we want a clean flow. It'll be nice, though, just to see how we can pull up stuff, waveform uh, wave files, and how we blended them, how you know one might be from an hour beforehand, but it just blended perfectly for a contiguous comment, let's say, and uh, stream of consciousness sort of stuff. And, uh, and again, what continues to be engaging, because that's the hardest thing. That's why stock is stock, because it's sometimes not very engaging, and it's just you thought it might have been good, but that's why it remains on the cutting room floor. I actually put together a little something here to show you with respect to doing audio uh, how easy it is with uh, some of today's technology and programs just that come default with a computer, but how something that sounds sort of flat with just a little bit of music automatically starts to take some shape and some uniqueness as well as bringing people in to listen. That may not be right now, though, but I just I can just you know let you listen to something that's flat. <sighs> Have you listen to it with music under it? You could put sound effects, and it's very simple to do, particularly with Windows Media. Well, I shouldn't say that. Windows, uh, Windows uh, Movie ma Maker. The old mm -hmm. version, I think we had this discussion last time, Tom, uh, was that it, it lets you put uh, several audio tracks uh, onto a piece of video. Which yeah, is we're nice fans sometimes. of the XP version. Yeah, and now this new <laughs> Windows 7 does not allow you to do that. And they know it, too. There's, there's, there's comments on all the blogs and whatnot and all the tutorials, but they, they said they said we're going to release something back as far back as October, but they haven't. So, or at least I'm not aware of it, and if they have, that would be great, something to download. But, uh, no, I haven't seen it. No, me either. Maybe they're but trying it, to chase us all the Macs. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> do you want to just do that while we're while Oh, yeah, right here. It's already here. Yeah. Here's something I did for the Floor Park Chamber of Commerce, getting just to, you know, uh, right, on the, right in the trenches on Main Street. This is how uh, we had done some greetings where we put them on our, uh, our, our Chamber of Commerce website. We offer members a chance to have a profile, reach out to other members and the residents in the town with a, you know, eight or ten second pitch and what you are, you know, your, your 30 second elevator speech within ten seconds. So here's how this fellow would sound from Atelier Jewelers, uh, not a professional. He just spoke into a regular, actually he spoke into telephone and I taped him off the telephone with a rather good microphone, but it, it doesn't have to be, just so you get it down, you can manipulate the sound afterwards, add a little more bass and whatnot. And here he sounds... Uh, flat. Hi, my name is Antonio, the owner of Atelier Jewelers, and would like to invite you to visit our store, where a piece of jewelry is more than a gift. It is a memory. Very nice, right? And now mm. you put some music under there, and here's how it would sound. Uh, we call it um, dressed, so to speak. Hi, my name is Antonio, the owner of Atelier Jewelers, and would like to invite you to visit our store, where a piece of jewelry is more than a gift. It is a memory. I don't know if you heard the music bed there. Yeah. No, that's way, that's much improved. And it's stock music, royalty-free music you put there. That's the only chore, finding out what, what goes best with that. You get lucky most of the time. But like Tom was saying, don't uh, don't mull over it too much. Okay, uh, here's my you know, question. Just get it out. You know. Here's mm -hmm. my question. Because how do you, because you have a lot of experience. And so if you're sitting there and, how do you pick something out without getting lost in the should it be classical, should it be country, should well, it be... Well, just like I said to Tom, and he said before, um, don't muddle over the some of the detail stuff. Don't put a bad taste in anybody's mouth. After experience, you'll find which one perhaps uh, aligns itself to this person, this particular idea, business, or store. First time out, whatever you think is best. And uh, put it on, and then you'll get better, you know. Or you'll get comments, and that's the best way. Listen to what people are saying. I'd recommend music that doesn't have words. Oh, no. You know, absolutely. I mean, you wouldn't oh, yeah. want to use, like Bob Dylan's The Times They Are A-Changing, fabulous song, but you wouldn't want to use oh, that want to in combination with a video. I've got to talk Bob, matches please. here. <laughs> Sorry. But, yes, that's where you get royalty-free music, just music. Right. Uh, not And try not to get the elevator stuff, too. You know. No, not totally boring, no. But you can get nice classical guitar. Mm -hmm. You can get lovely stuff, yeah. I and it found... sounds professional. And it sounds mm -hmm. like you took some time to do it, and it sounds like maybe your place is a little bit more formidable than the other guys. There you go. 
That does make a tremendous yeah. difference. Yeah, I did. yeah. And uh, we can be reached at 516-488-8840. Mildred, my companion, will take your name and number. And if we have time, maybe we'll call you back. No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Service worth waiting for. Yes. (laughs) You know, I want to tell Tom Clifford, you know, the first time I I saw uh, and met Tom Jacoby was at the same New Hyde Park Chamber dinner that I met you at. I was oh, the is that first right? one. Yeah, he I remember him standing up and saying, you know, number one on search engine optimization. You even said something like, uh Tom Jacoby said something like, um now a lot of you might not know what that is, but you know, something like that and then you had something to fill in. But um uh yeah, see the music stuff is it's I haven't done it. So it's like I every time I go to do it, I go, Tom, what's the link for the music? And then I never get there, and I never add it. So um, I will have to get better because I think you're. Did you do anything to his voice? I, I yes, I uh, I, I okay. mean the second time around. Yeah. Yes, yeah. of course. I add a little bit more bass. Again, there, you're in the. Uh, almost the tertiary uh, stages there. This starts out where we do about maybe two or three takes. He wasn't bad at all. Some people aren't. And you just have to calm them down and say, if you don't get the whole thing, fine, we'll get the first part of it. We'll do the second part a couple of times, and I'll put it all together, and they they can do it if, if they have the time. Uh, they'll become knowledgeable after a while, and you can, you know, make, uh, I don't know, a minute and a half into literally eight eight or 15 seconds of all the choice stuff that makes sense. It's contiguous. Stream of consciousness is still intact. And then, you know, you can uh, sort of pump up or sweeten if you will, dress it up with a little bit more um, bass, mid-range, some treble, take out some treble if you think it would be. Uh, the phone actually wasn't all that bad on this, and it sounds like a phone, and I wanted it almost to sound like a phone because it has that uh, sense of urgency, that reporter in the field type of stuff. I, I noticed that your ear, uh, even on newscasts, sometimes when I'm listening on the radio, the, the part I listen to is the stuff that sounds like it's on the field, in the field. You, know, you kind of you go almost a little closer to the speaker, going, "Oh, this must be more interesting." It sounds like somebody's reporting from the field here, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, no, that, it was it was good. I just was going to be a little surprised if it just the music made the difference in his voice. Um, I'm going to try it um, and make sure it works. Now, I use Audacity, which is free. If I mm-hmm. have to do any editing like that, and what I'm going to do is I have a social media board on Pinterest, but I'm going to have one for the programs that I use. Um, I might even already have it because I use Sumo Paint, which is free, totally online. Um, and they even have a good Facebook timeline program for your personal timeline. Um, so I think I'm going to put those up there. That's the way I'm going to use that because I keep looking. Do I do a blog page? Do I have it here? Is it there? I'm just going to put all that stuff there, and then um, I don't have. To, I can worry more about content on blogs as opposed to lists of things. I think um, now. Okay. Uh, anything on? Do you have a? We have about thir- a half hour. Do you, either one of you have something you want to, either a program you'd like to recommend or an issue that people have been asking you or, you know, free form, whatever, you know, is there something you wanted to know? Oh, I know? thought we had the, uh, the bottom end here. I was just going to say goodnight. And, uh, but, yeah, that's a good question. How about you, Tom? Um, not, a, not, a, not especially. I mean... It, it it depends on in what context, right? I mean, there's there's some programs that I particularly like for editing HTML, but I don't know how many how many people are truly truly fascinated by that. My browser preferences are I like to use both Chrome and Firefox. Mm-hmm. I hate Explorer. It's clunky. It's slow. It's big footprint. Uh, Chrome is great because it's such a, a small footprint. But there are some things that Chrome just doesn't do, like that that Firefox does. 
For instance, if you're using uh, oh that signature widget that it's available with Gmail, you can't use it on Chrome. Mm-hmm. Isn't that funny? Oh, that's that so funny. funny. And Chrome is Google, right? Yeah. yeah, right. And Chrome is Google, but you can't use it anyway. Yeah, also, you can't drop down a file. I notice. I mean, you can you can actually drag and drop in a file into the browser, but there's mm-hmm. no file drop down. So you can't right. pick up, you know, how see how a file looks in Chrome as opposed to IE or what have you, and that that's kind of a drag. Plus, I also notice you have very little uh, latitude with your uh, blow ups and uh, uh, what do you call um, your yeah blow ups and decreases in uh, size of the uh, of the screen. You're I think that's limited. Right. You know, 77, I mean, yeah, 177, 50, and then 33, and that's it. And nothing in between. Which you know, but, but they each check. have strengths and weaknesses, so I find myself using both of them. Right, and yeah. some programs work better with Mozilla that aren't really that's ready. Right. That's right. Interesting you said, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, Safari, though, Tom, um, because I haven't really used Safari in such a long time. I'll, I'll use Mozilla uh, now and then, but uh, yeah. pretty much Chrome. Uh, Safari, huh? No, I, I'm not. I'm not sold on Safari. A, I like I like Firefox, and I like uh, I like Chrome. Safari. I, you know what? I'm very not sorry. a big fan. I, I, I associated with Firefox with somehow Safari just just now. So I'm, I, you, you use Mozilla. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. I like the Remail program too. Thunderbird. Oh yeah. 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 Thunderbird's pretty good. Um. Yeah. I'm, I'm a Mozilla fan. Uh. If, if you're uploading and downloading files. Another Mozilla product is FileZilla. It's a client for an FTP client. All right, I think I've, I think I've just plunged over, over the cliff here. I think I'm jumping the shark tank now. All right. No, All right. no. So, no, we're listening. We have no. no idea what you're talking about. No, we do. No, you know. We kind of do. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. All right, FTP, File Transfer Protocol, to get files from your computer into Whatever server your your website is running on, right? If you're doing that yourself, oh, you as opposed to having fast. a guy okay, sure. do that for you, right? Yep. yep you need a, you need an FTP client, a file transfer protocol client, and uh, Mozilla makes FileZilla, <laughs> which is is awesome. It no, is one of the simplest yeah. pieces. It's a don't even bother with a manual piece of software. It's self-explanatory. It's all visual. It's very simple. And Very Tom cool. and I always have that problem. You know, we'll get something, you know, a video we've been trying to move back yeah, and forth. Yeah, I'll use, uh, so, w, and I paid for this, WSFTP, which the program mm-hmm. you buy. And, uh, mm-hmm. boy, and that comes free, huh? Oh, so Mozilla's free, like, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, but... Um, they hit you for donos every once in a while, but it's strictly voluntary donation. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, shoot. Guys, I'm having so much fun with this, but I'm going to have to bail in just a couple of minutes. Okay. It's a, a few minutes. It's a few minutes after nine, so uh, that's okay. pretty much that's pretty much as long as I run. Okay, that's fine. Um, hold on. It's my Google phone. I use using Skype to dial in. Yeah, as I said, that's I thought why. you know we we did we yeah. covered a lot, right? Yeah. Um. Uh. Okay. I will. I think this was great. I think we have a better idea on some on how some of the SEO things. What's the best way to tie them in without getting so overbearing on it? Um, well, the, the next time we do this, I'd like to have some more information on Pinterest. But I, I gotta tell you, it's it's new stuff. And Google, despite all their claims of transparency, they're not they're not nearly as transparent as uh, as they talk. But, you know, we'll see. Maybe that's coming soon. Okay. Yeah. So, um, okay. Well, thank you very much. Well, thank and, you, Mildred. Um, Tom? Yeah, this is Good talking to you, Tom. Fun. And Mel. Yeah. Uh, what, Tom, give you what he call it out there. Give your uh, yeah. Give your, uh, your address. My commercial. Sure. Number one on the list.com. And I just added, if you want to see something brand spanking new, I just added an animated fave icon. So if you look up at the, the address bar, when you go to number one on the list.com, you'll see it shows the little tiny logo, the little little icon logo, and then it scrolls. It has a secret message. <laughs> which you need to go to my website to see the scrolling secret message. So Very cool. that's at number one on the list.com. Secret decoder ring. All right. That's right. 
I'm at uh, uh, I'll give out my business address, which is uh, HTTP TC and Company colon uh, TC and Company dot com. I'm also at VoiceOverGuide.tv, uh, where I do a lot of my voiceover stuff exclusively there. But the TC and Company is more business oriented with some of the stuff I do for clients around town, nationally, regionally, locally. Okay, and I'm Mildred Tassoni, and I'm at Pinterest.com forward slash Mildred Tassoni. Okay? Wow. Uh, it's, awful. it's awful daring. You're not going to give I it know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Good night, Mrs. Calabash, wherever you are. Nice, nice one, man. I like that. Okay, I guys, I, th- I thought this was great. I really appreciate you taking the time, and... um. Uh, yeah, this is fun. So we'll do one soon because I think uh, uh, it's just so fast moving right now that um, next time I want to talk about some of the New Hyde Park Museum uh, project. That's the one I'd like to focus on. So everybody bring a project that they're working on and we can discuss what we're doing and questions and things. So, okay, great. Thank you very much. Hey, let me just give a last quick shout-out for the Chamber of Commerce of Floral Park. We're having a uh, networking meeting on April 4th, 6 and uh, 8 p.m. at the Valley National Bank. Rich D. Martino was uh, gracious enough to host us this uh, absolutely free. A little catering there, some soft drinks, and uh, get to see some new people, interesting people, and uh, stretch out the business legs. Good. Oh, that's good. Yes, that was very good, Tom. Hey, I'll see you there. Uh, Oh, yeah, good. Oh, by by the way, go to our website, floraparkchamber.org, in order to register because there are limited, uh, I won't say seating, because I find seating at networking meetings doesn't work. So a limited standing room only. Yeah, great. Okay, good. Talk to you soon. Thank you very much. Good talking, Tom. You too, Mel. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.